Welcome to the Ghost Tea Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Willow, a clairvoyant since childhood, paranormal investigator, and an occult practitioner. Today's episode is going to be shadow work, but specifically more so around how to do shadow work, both an explanation as well as a guided meditation portion. The first episode that I did on shadow work was more so about what it was and why it would be beneficial to utilize it. So I wanted to go more in depth because I have had people ask me specifically how to do it. So I wanted to go more into that topic today. As always, before we get into things, I want to remind you that everyone has different views on things and that's okay. And I don't ask you to believe what I do. I just want to share what I've found in my personal path with others. And for those interested in booking a private session or a reading with me, check out my website, www.ariovillow.com. I restock my shop every Saturday. All right. So first I want to go over how to utilize shadow work in an explanation, and then we'll go into a guided meditation. It's not going to be a long one. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I just want to kind of give you a good idea of how to move forward with it on your own or how to go through it on your own through meditation, um, even if you don't utilize the guided meditation every single time. I'll also have a timestamp of when the guided meditation starts for you in the description of this episode. So if you're looking specifically for when that starts, go ahead and look at the timestamp in the caption. I'm not going to go into what shadow work is because like I said, we went over that in the first episode that I did about shadow work, but I do want to go through how to utilize it. So the first thing that you're going to do when you're getting into shadow work is really allow yourself to pay attention to the feelings that are coming up and the triggers that are coming up for you. Um, One of the first and most vital steps in shadow work is actually allowing yourself to recognize and not push away um, feelings and triggers when you have them, because that's a normal response that we have to most triggers and feelings that we have that are really seemingly seen as negative. For example, when you're feeling angry or you're feeling really sad or you're feeling disappointed, our normal reaction is to immediately try to discount it or push it away or invalidate it. And one of the best steps in shadow work that you can do to get started is to instead just say, okay, I am feeling angry. What am I feeling angry about? and really allowing yourself to feel that feeling because that's gonna be the first step in allowing you to deal with it. I want you to imagine it as something where if you are trying to help someone with a broken leg, you can't help someone with a broken leg by having them stay at your house and then leaving. You have to actually be there with them physically to do it. Um, So it kind of, is counterproductive to be pushing our way our feelings and also trying to work through them at the same time. (laughs) Because basically what you're doing is you're putting them in a cabinet and you're like, okay, I'm going to talk to you from there, but you're not allowed to even touch me. Like you have to be able to feel comfortable enough to sit with your feelings and have it be something where you're able to really let yourself feel them. And this can be a really hard step in shadow work because that can be really scary, especially if they're feelings that you've pushed away for a really long time. I know that when I was first doing shadow work, um, a lot of anger was the first things that I was working through and it was deep-seated anger. Um, I remember the first couple times that I really allowed myself to feel it. It was really scary because 
I was shaking from anger. I was literally trembling and sitting there in it was extremely uncomfortable. But I also think it's really important to recognize that a lot of times our feelings that we push away is the outer shell of what is actually going on. Um, So to explore this, I'm going to take you through an exercise. This is not the guided uh, meditation part of this series or this episode, but I just want you to sit with this. And this is, we're going to do this together um, and kind of go through it. I'm I'm a little nervous because I don't know what to expect, but we're just going to go for it. So what I want you to do is I want you to, you know, take a moment, pause wherever you are. Um, if you have the ability to be getting in a comfortable position, that's ideal. Or if you're walking and you're listening to this while you're walking through a store or uh, you know, walking out in nature, absolutely do that. Whatever makes you feel comfortable and grounded. I also want to mention that this is going to be a technique to initiate shadow work yourself but you do not need to initiate shadow work if you are not comfortable with doing so. I know that for me personally, I personally prefer to allow shadow work to come to me. So for example, rather than trying to invoke a a feeling or um, a trauma to work through, I usually allow myself to work through it when it comes up and when it's triggered for me. But everybody is different. And if you choose to self-initiate your shadow work, that is completely up to you. And I want you to feel safe regardless. So if that makes you feel more safe, absolutely do so. The most important part of shadow work is being able to remind yourself that you are safe and that you are in control because ultimately you are. Um, If you are having traumatic memories or flashbacks happening, remember that you are safe. You are not in that situation anymore, and it is something that is safe for you to work through. Um, But also be aware that if you are traumatized and you are feeling extremely uncomfortable, have a way to help you break out of that. I really encourage you to have either a guide that is helping you through this or even a way to kind of break yourself out of the meditation or something like that if you start feeling really uncomfortable and trapped. Um, I know for me, strong sense helps me. So sometimes I'll have um, a, a cup of coffee grounds next to me that I can, that I can smell or like peppermint that I can smell to kind of pull me out of that mindset and kind of bring me back to the present moment. But I want you to have something that you can go to to help you to ground in the current moment if you are feeling triggered. Um, I also want to make it super, super clear that a lot of these techniques are utilized by therapists. However, I am not a trained medical professional. I am not a trained therapist, that, which is why I want you to be so careful doing this because I have done therapy for many, many years. Um, These are things that have been utilized within my therapy, but I also am utilizing them as someone who is in therapy doing these techniques and not as a therapist myself. So please keep that in mind. I much rather have you safe than in a dangerous situation. So just make sure that you have um, techniques in place to help pull you out of it if you need to. In addition to that, you can also choose to focus on something that is a little bit less intense. 
um, a, a little bit less of an intense um, memory or trigger or something like that if you don't feel comfortable getting into the deep stuff just yet. Okay, now that you are in a comfortable place or in a grounded state, I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time you felt disappointed? And whatever memory comes up first is one that we can work through. Um, Don't be ashamed if it's something that seems really silly or stupid. If it invoked disappointment for you, that is okay. Um, And that is something that you can work on with shadow work. Once you get to the point where you are able to have this memory come through or have this moment come through even uh, of when you were feeling disappointed, I want you to really pay attention to your body your physical body. What is your physical body telling you? What sensations are you feeling? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling a heaviness like in your chest from disappointment? Are you feeling sadness? Um, Are you feeling anger? Paying attention to your body can really, really help you to understand your physical responses to certain emotions. And I really want you to pay attention to that. So sit with your body for a second and pay attention to the areas of your body that are feeling the emotion. Is that emotion invoking the feeling of wanting to run away? Is it having tingles throughout your body? Is it causing that heaviness that we talked about earlier? Is it causing tightness in your chest or a sense of wanting to retreat and kind of hermit within yourself? These are important things to focus on and pay attention to because by paying attention to that, you can also figure out more of how you respond to certain emotions and how they display for you. And when you really get into the physical part of how you're responding to that emotion, I want you to ask yourself why you are feeling that way. And I know it sounds weird, but just stick with me. Let's say that you're having a situation where you're feeling disappointed and you ask yourself why you're feeling that way. And the answer does not feel like it's worth it. It feels silly. It feels exaggerated. Um, Or maybe you are told by someone outside of yourself that it's ridiculous to respond the way that you're responding or to feel what you're feeling. Those are things to take note of. And... Sometimes it's helpful for us in shadow work sessions to be as a third person in the situation, um, either just to process things mentally on an easier level or to help give us a advocate for ourselves. So if this is something that happened when you were younger or if this is something that happened a week ago, um, I want you to start splitting yourself from your current self the self that is experiencing that if you aren't already. And I want you to imagine yourself as a third person in the scenario watching this unfold, either between yourself within your mind, you know, fighting yourself, or between you and another person when you're having a conversation. If you are only having this happen within yourself, like it's a a situation where you brought these feelings onto yourself and you weren't necessarily encouraged to feel that way or process that way by someone else, I want you to imagine your self that is observing this situation as 
sitting there with the self that it was experiencing this and having the self that was experiencing this talking to the self that is witnessing. So you're having a conversation with yourself and the self that's feeling this is speaking aloud of what they're feeling and why they're feeling it. So you're acting like the therapist in this situation to a outside version of yourself. So I want you to ask yourself questions. Um, what do you think of a therapist would ask you? You know, how are you feeling? What are you feeling? You know, I'm feeling disappointed. Okay, awesome. Why do you think you're feeling that way? Oh, well, you know, X, Y, Z. All right, awesome. I'm, I'm so proud of you for recognizing that. Let's dive into it deeper. Why do you think that that, you know, X, Y, Z is invoking that feeling for you? Why do you think that you're having the reaction of disappointment for that? And what you might find, like we talked about earlier, is that when you really ask yourself why you're feeling a certain way, you find out the deeper meaning behind it. And sometimes the deeper meaning behind it, once we get that past that initial layer of the bubble, we actually find out that it's a different emotion altogether. Um, there have been times in my very, very recent past where I have been permitting within myself for days and just really, really down, just really not wanting to be here anymore. And I was seeing it as sadness and I was processing it as sadness when in reality, when I processed it and when I really looked at it from a shadow work perspective, it wasn't sadness. It was disappointment. And disappointment was portraying itself as sadness because that was easier for me to process at the time. But processing it as sadness wasn't helping me to process it because it needed to be processed as disappointment because that's what it was. And once I recognized that it was disappointment, there was so much relief with that. It didn't make me feel better completely right away, but it definitely lessened the heaviness that I was feeling because I wasn't trying to imagine it as something that it wasn't. I was seeing it for what it was. So the exercise of shadow work is really just allowing yourself to be honest with yourself. Um, I think we kind of forget as humans that we just normally lie to ourselves. <laughs> it's a really common thing. And I don't think a lot of people are aware of this. Um, you might lie to yourself about what you're feeling due to past experiences and not feeling uh, validated in feeling what you were feeling. So you just by default invalidate your feelings. So you're lying to yourself about what you're feeling to make yourself respond to the way that would make the other person comfortable. Um, we lie to ourselves about what we want because we want so badly to fit others' ideas of what we should want, that we lie to ourselves about what we want. Um, you might lie to yourself about what you want to eat because other people have told you that you don't, you shouldn't want to eat that or you shouldn't eat as much of that. So you lie to yourself about what you want. And the problem with this is that 
denying ourselves over and over and over of what we're feeling, what we're experiencing, what we want, um, what we desire is actually holding us back from really embracing ourselves and making the changes that will benefit us. Um, Because when you deny a part of yourself, that part of yourself is going to feel betrayed because it's something that your yourself wants. So what you're doing is you're betraying yourself over and over and over again. And when you are betrayed by someone, like let's see this as an outside perspective. If someone betrayed you, like someone that you trusted, your best, best friend, your closest confidant, they were someone you could tell everything to, you could trust them and you could really go deeply with them friendship wise and they betray you. How does that make you feel? You don't want to talk to them anymore. You don't want to trust them anymore because how can you trust someone that has betrayed you? Now I want you to look at that as that friend being the self that tells yourself they can't do something. How is your true self going to respond to the self that has been conditioned to tell the truth self no and betray it. So what we're really doing in shadow work is becoming your own confidant. You're becoming your own best friend. And this doesn't mean that you can't have best friends. You can't trust people outside of yourself. It doesn't mean that at all. But if there is one person in the entire world that we should be able to trust in full capacity, just undeniably, unwaveringly, is ourselves. And if you can't trust yourself, then who can you trust? That's what shadow work is. Shadow work is about being the support for yourself that you have craved your entire life from others so that you can be the person that you go to when you are feeling upset, when you're feeling triggered, when you're feeling scared. Because when you allow yourself to be the support that you want from other people, you will always have the support you need because you yourself are always there for yourself. Always. Even if you don't want them to be. So when you're scared, I want you to react to yourself the way that you would react to your childhood self dealing with that emotion. Would you tell your childhood self that's scared? You shouldn't feel scared. Why are you feeling scared? That's stupid. You wouldn't say that. You would say, I know you're scared. That's totally okay to be scared. It's totally understandable that you would be. It's a scary situation. But what can we do right now to help you feel better? What would make you feel safe right now? What would make you feel secure? How can I support you? Be the parent for yourself that maybe your parents were never able to be. Even if they were amazing parents, you know yourself more than anyone else in the world. 
you know all your deep desires. You know all of your deep-seated wounds. Nobody else is going to know that about yourself. You are the best support you have. So how are you going to take care of your support? That is what shadow work is. It is tending to your foundation of who you are. It is tending to the inner self that is the pillar of you. That you deny and you let crumble. Expecting it to hold the weight of you. And then when it wavers, you criticize it. Rather than saying, oh my goodness, we need to fix this. We need to patch up the holes. We need to reinforce the barrier. And instead, we run to others. And it's and I want to make it very, very clear that shadow work is not something that we do so that we don't have to rely on others. Because as humans, we are going to rely on others. And that is healthy. We do want to have people in our lives that we can trust. We want to have people in our lives that we can talk to and lean on. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I want you to trust yourself. That is, that is what shadow work is. That is what it is at its core. So now that we've said all of that, let's go ahead and get into the meditation portion of this. This is going to be a guided meditation. I'm not super great at this. I'm going to be honest because I know that I do very badly with um, guided meditations myself. So I just want to make clear that I don't really know what I'm doing. So with that said, let's get into it. I know there's so much confidence in that statement. Um, (laughs) I have so much confidence in myself right now. That is a lie. Um, I also want to mention that this portion is not going to have music with it because on Anchor, if you have music, then it can only play be played on Spotify. Um, I want to have this accessible to all platforms. So because of that, I am not including music in this portion for this guided meditation. So if you want to have music on in the background, that is absolutely up to you. Um, I know that some uh, headphones allow you to have background noise like rain or nature sounds. So if you choose to do that, um, I encourage you to do so if it will help you to feel more comfortable. Okay, so to begin, we are going to get in a comfortable position if you are not already. Um, Find a place that is quiet and a place where you can focus and be present with yourself. And I'm going to try to have this meditation not be too long. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I want to give you a baseline of how to do this yourself if you choose to do it yourself moving forward. To begin, I want you to become comfortable with where you are, whether that is taking deep breaths. I I don't like it when people tell me to take deep breaths. (laughs) So if you choose to take deep breaths, that is fine. Um, it is completely up to you. Cuddle under a blanket. Um, slow your walking if you're on a walk. Pay attention to the nature sounds around you if you're outside. Do whatever helps you to be grounded within the moment and be present in your body. This can be focusing on how your physical body is feeling right now. Maybe you're feeling tingles through your body or maybe your body is feeling warm or cold, or maybe you're feeling the breeze across your face. 
As you are present in your body, I want you to pay attention to the sensation that you're feeling right now. And the sensation that you're feeling is someone touching you. This is someone who has come up to you while you were tuning in and has approached you. And when you are aware of who it is, you notice that it's yourself. And this self is feeling really upset. You can notice on their face they're uncomfortable or they're sad or they're angry. They're feeling a very, very intense emotion and they're reaching out. You might feel an emotional reaction yourself to seeing this self of yours approach you with that emotion that they're experiencing. But I want you to sit with them. Look into your eyes and see what it looks like for you to feel that emotion. Look at your body posture. Look at your facial expressions. Look at your eyes. What is that version of you telling yourself? What are they expressing? They may not be expressing anything clearly for you to pay attention to, but you might also be feeling the energy from yourself of distress, anger, sadness, disappointment, contempt. Whatever that energy is, notice what they are portraying. Notice what they are exuding towards you. Now, I want you to take a moment to be present with yourself. What is it that you want to tell them in this moment? And I want you to say it either out loud or in your head. What would you need to say to yourself. It doesn't have to be what you want to hear, but what do you want to say to yourself in that moment right now? After you express and say what you need to say, I want you to sit with those words. How does what you said make you feel? Do you feel that your words are supportive to what they are experiencing right now? Do you feel that they are helpful? After contemplating that, I want you to ask them either out loud or in your head, whatever you feel comfortable with, what they are feeling. Ask them to explain to you what they are experiencing right now. And I want you to be present with that. I want you to allow them to explain it in as much entirety or as little words as they choose. They may just say, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling disappointed. I'm feeling angry. Or they might go into more detail. 
but allow them to express in the way that they need to. And I don't want you to judge this or try to control it. I just want you to allow whatever they need to say to come forward without any judgment from you or any controlling. And if you need to take a moment to pause the recording to be able to sit with those things, do so. But I want you to really process what they're telling you. Even if you yourself are not relating to or feeling those sensations or emotions yourself, I want you to sit with them. When they tell you that, how does it make you feel? Do you want to help? Do you want to run? Are you feeling angry? I want you to pay attention to how you react to what they're telling you. And when you do that, I want you to take a moment to recognize that the way that you are feeling in reaction to what yourself is telling you is what you are masking. That is what you're masking with. If you're feeling angry at what they're telling you because they're telling you that they're sad, but you're feeling angry at them telling you that, the anger is what you are masking their emotion with. And I want you to sit with that and and really ask yourself and explore how that makes you feel. Do you feel that the emotion or reaction that you have had to them is supportive? Do you feel that it is counterproductive? Maybe you're feeling as though it hasn't really helped, or maybe you're even feeling disappointed. But regardless of what you're feeling, I want you to recognize that and explore that. And I, I want you to ask yourself why you believe that you're feeling that. Why, why do you think that you had that reaction? And I want you to do this without judgment. I don't want you to get angry at yourself or disappointed with yourself or even um, egotistical with yourself of how you responded or how you supported them or maybe how you didn't. I just want you to be exploring how you're feeling and why you reacted the way that you did. Why do you think that you did that? Why do you think that you had that reaction? And you can take as much time in this moment as you need. If you need to pause the recording and really explore that, I want you to do so. But I want you to also ask yourself why you responded that way. Have you ever had an experience where you were feeling the way that yourself had told you that they feel and maybe someone on the outside someone around you a friend family member co-worker whoever was 
reacted the way that you reacted to your emotions? And if so, I want you to go back to that moment. I want you to explore that moment. And ask yourself how you felt in that moment when that person reacted the way that maybe you did in that moment. How did that make you feel? Do you feel like it was justified? Do you feel that it was helpful or supportive or maybe detrimental? And now I want you to take a moment to recognize that by going into that moment, by exploring it the way that you just did, you have now put yourself in the shoes of the you that is expressing your emotions to yourself. The tables have turned and you are experiencing what you were experiencing and not what the you observing was perceiving it as. And now I want you to go back to how you responded to the initial experience, the initial you observing yourself feeling. And I want you to talk to the part of yourself that is experiencing those difficult emotions and and expressing it to you. And I want you to tell yourself that is experiencing those emotions what you wish the other person had said, how they had reacted. Do you want to hug yourself? Do you want to comfort yourself verbally? Maybe you want to just hold them. I want you to take the steps that you wish that person had taken to comfort you when you felt that. And I want you to really, really settle into that comfort. Allow yourself to be comforted by yourself. You know that you can trust yourself. This is a person that you can trust with complete confidence. They're not going to try to change you. They're not going to try to tell you that you're wrong. And this is also a person that you can explain everything that you're feeling to and know that they are going to accept you for what you're experiencing. And I want you as the outside person to show comfort to the part of you that is feeling those emotions in whatever way you feel that you need to. Do you want to tell them that you're sorry? Do you want to tell them that you're here for them? I'm here for you. I'm so sorry that you're experiencing that. I'm sorry that you felt betrayed. I'm sorry that I made you feel angry. I'm sorry that 
that person made you feel invalidated. I'm sorry that you didn't have the support that you were craving. I'm sorry no one gave you a safe place to be comforted. I'm sorry that in that moment you felt powerless. I want you to know that you're safe here. I want to know that you know that you can tell me anything and I will keep it safe. I want you to know that you have a friend and you have someone you can come to when you're scared. I want you to know that you will never be alone. These are things that we need to tell ourselves. When we're feeling these difficult emotions, when we're feeling the things that just seem too heavy to bear. We need to feel supported. We need to feel safe and comforted. And even if we aren't able to find that comfort in others, we need to be able to show that comfort to ourselves. You are a safe place for yourself. You are a safe place for your inner child. You are a safe place for you now. And regardless of what you experience in the future, regardless of what you've experienced in the past, and regardless of what you are experiencing in your present, you are your own safe place. And others can show you that safety you can have friends, you can have partners and parents and places that you can go to feel safe. But I always want you to remember that at the end of the day, you are your safe haven. Always. Without a doubt. Endlessly. You are your safe place. And I want you to remind yourself of this. Anytime you feel betrayed, anytime you feel hurt, anytime you feel sad or alone, remember that you can come back to a moment like this. You can show yourself the support, the comfort, and the camaraderie that you are looking for from others to yourself. So the next time you are feeling a strong emotion or a strong reaction to something, I want you to pause and have a conversation with yourself. And it gets easier every time. It gets easier the more you do it. And sometimes it will become second nature. And that's amazing. But I want you to remember that you can always come back to a moment like this. You can always come back to a moment where you can say, What are you feeling right now? You can talk to me. And tell yourself how you're feeling. In complete and utter honesty. And then react. And show comfort in the way that you know will help you in that moment the best. 
even if it doesn't meet the standards of others around you or the standards of the people who have chosen to show you a way that was not beneficial to you. I want you to comfort yourself the way that you crave to be comforted. Show yourself the affection and the support that you want from others. And this does not mean a radical independence because as humans, we crave human contact. We crave support. We crave love and comfort. And that's okay. And that's normal. And it's healthy. But regardless of whether the person that you love going to the most isn't around you or maybe not in your life anymore, you always will have yourself. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this brought you the comfort that you needed. I hope this helped you to feel confident in navigating shadow work in a way that can work for you. And even if this method didn't work for you, which it's okay that it if it didn't, but I want you to really explore ways and scenarios that you can help validate your feelings and validate your reactions, whatever they are, in moments when you're feeling distressed or overwhelmed. Because that's really all we need. We just need to be able to trust that we ourselves are going to be there for ourselves. So I really encourage you to find techniques, find different uh, meditations, different scenarios within your head to help you to figure out ways that you can utilize this technique or whatever technique works for you in your shadow work. But with that said, I hope that this finds you well. I hope that you are doing well. And I hope that this was helpful for you. And if you liked a guided meditation, let me know. I don't know how well I did. I feel like I didn't do great, but you know what? We're going through this together. (laughs) So as always, stay safe, stay curious, and keep learning. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.